Episode 16 of Season 3. Doppelgangland. Doppelgangland. Wow. This is amazing. This was a wonderful episode. Tell everyone what you were telling Andrew before you watched this episode. (laughs) So Andrew and I were walking around today having a nice little stroll and we were chatting about Buffy, as you do, and... uh, we were talking about favorite episodes of the season. He he was like, The Wish is one of my favorite episodes of the season of maybe all time, he said to me. And I just said, yes, Willow was the best vampire. She did the best performance. She was, like, much better than Xander is what I said um, to Andrew literally today. And I had no idea that this episode was coming for me. <laughs> Yeah, you're just in the, you're in the Buffy group. I'm psychically connected, like, literally, I don't know. And it's because I have time to, like, literally percolate it and think, like, it's been a while since I even watched that episode. A similar thing happened when Spike came back. Mm -hmm. You were lamenting about how much you missed him, and then he came back for a lover's walk. I just think it's so cool that I'm watching this show like this mm-hmm. instead of binging it mm-hmm. because I feel like you can um, – sometimes when I talk to even super fans, people, like, love to binge this show, obviously, because it's, like, some of their favorite shows. But people will mix up episodes and yeah. mix up things that happened, and I have it, them so compartmentalized because of how we're watching. Yeah. It's just cool. Yeah. And I think that's why I enjoy – watching it this way too Mm -hmm. is because it's a different kind of relationship that you have with the show and with the characters. Yeah. You know, um, let's get into it. What's the sitch, Marmar? Tell me what's happening. Yes. Okay. I also want to say that I predicted that Anya would be around again. I said it on this podcast. I was like, she goes to Sunnydale now, and she's this ex-demon. So here she is. <laughs> Amazing. I'm so happy that she's back uh, mm-hmm. for this episode because it's just, we we left it unfinished. Uh, so we open up with Anya uh, chatting to her demon overlord or her daddy. <laughs> her, like, employer, yeah, maybe? Her mentor, I don't know, some yeah. demon guy. Yep. And she's like, I'm just a freaking mortal now it sucks going to high school and what is she asking him about she's asking him if she can get her necklace back get her powers back so she can be worshipped and revered and do her her powers which is she is the um she was like the demon of scorned women right so she could go and um like wreak havoc on men again. I think faithful men. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is her portfolio, yeah. if you will. <laughs> I love it. It's an amazing power, uh, which was taken from her because they broke the necklace. Yes, yes, in the wish. Um, Demon Daddy's like, nah, no, nope, you made a too big of a mistake. Mm-hmm. No. And she's like, come on, you can fold the fabrics of time. You don't have to do anything. Just send me back there. Mm-hmm. He says no. Yeah. And then she threatens him. Mm-hmm. She says, I don't care. I'm going to get my powers back. No matter what you say. Daddy. Yeah. Poof. We cut to Willow and Buffy on the lawn. Yes. And they're chatting about, so Buffy has to do this test. Buffy and Faith have to do this watcher's test where they have to do a physical and like a a mental evaluation. Evaluation. Yeah. Um, so she's sort of like training for this test because yeah. she wants to beat Faith. Yeah. A little friendly, quote unquote, competition. Yeah. Uh, some tensions there. Yeah. Uh, and then Willow's doing some CGI magic. She with is. With her pencil. It's <laughs> like flying it around. We can see her power is like gradually increasing. We can. Over the season. They've really dropped it in. Yeah. We can like see just the thread, you know, like gingerbread she had like this more power like she's just like continually working on her magic absolutely which is cool then after this uh willow has brought into the principal's office 
with a Percy West. Yes, Percy. Some uh, football hunk. Basketball hunk. Oh, basketball. The point guard is basketball. Player. Oh, I didn't know what that meant. Three point line basketball. Okay, yeah. basketball. <laughs> I assumed football in America, but okay, basketball. Basketball. I also love they reference um, the swim team. The swim team. Yeah. What's that episode called? Go fish. Go fish, of yeah. course. So they reference. Uh, go fish, which is where the swim team all turned into sea creatures, yeah. and and they ruined their chances. At <laughs> but the sea creatures got to go free into the ocean. True. So it was a win. <laughs> so uh, Snyder wants Willow, who's the best in the school, to tutor dumb dumb Percy West so that he can you know represent the school at football and not flunk. Exactly, he can stay on the team. Hmm. Uh, and Willow says, you want us to breed? (laughs) (laughs) So basically they're dropping in off the top here. Everyone's like asking Willow to do stuff. Taking advantage of Willow's time and energy. And she's so nice and submissive that she will just take on all these things. She'll just do everything that everyone asks her to. So this is the first ask. Yes. Tutor this dum-dum. And Willow's like, I'm kind of busy. And Snyder's like, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. just do it. Yeah. Uh, and then we go to the library. Giles is like, Willow, um, go in, go find the mayor's personal files. Go on the computer and, and try and break into the mayor's database again. And mm-hmm. she's like, okay. Yeah. All of this, it, yes, I don't think Willow is happy necessarily to, like, she doesn't want to help Percy. Yeah. But also Willow does tutor people. She does help people. Yeah. She's helped them from season one. Totally. So this is not of her choosing, but it's also one of those things where Willow Rosenberg is a good person. Yes. She's a good person. So, yeah, she gets on the computer Mm -hmm. for Giles. Starts doing it. I also think it's because we hear the language. It's like telling, not asking. Yeah. Like, even Giles is like, Willow, go do this thing. And, like, she does it, but I think it becomes, like, too much when, like, so many people are just, like, telling her to do stuff. Absolutely. Instead of actually asking her. This is where we get Faith. Yes. Who comes back from her evaluation with Wesley. Mm -hmm. Wesley's out of breath. It's very comedic. Mm-hmm. And Faith is back with the chums. Chumming it. Yeah. So after that, after consequences, like everything was resolved, quote unquote, like she saved Buffy, whatever. But then we saw this, like she's getting with the mayor. So she is back. Wesley's here testing her. I don't know if they did the mental evaluation yet, but um, but then right after this scene where we see she's back with the gang, we see that Daddy Mayor has bought her an apartment. And the mayor is a family man, so he would <laughs> protest to us calling him Daddy Mayor. Well, sugar daddy. <laughs> That's what she calls him, and he says, no, I'm a family man. He just wants to put her up in a nice place. Yeah, so that maybe she feels more obligated to him. Maybe. And maybe he wants to treat her well. Have you ever wondered why the Watchers Council doesn't offer Slayers a place to live? Board, room, That's decent. Yeah. Like, they make Faith stay in some shit motel. Yeah. Even though she has to do all this work. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. So I'm I'm less suspicious of um, the mayor. The I think Faith deserves a nice place to live. Sure. We all do, I'm sure. With a PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, is that... I mean, we'll get there. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is where we see Faith. Giving information to the mayor. Mm-hmm. She has told the mayor that Willow is breaking in to hacking into his computer system. Yeah. Computer files. That is directly being told to the mayor. So we know that definitely information is going that way. Yeah. So, like, this is, we had this discussion last episode, like, a little bit. Like, is Faith some double agent? Is she doing this, like, um, sincerely? Like, who is she double-crossing? Mm-hmm. Like, um, right now, it looks like she's double-crossing the gang. Like, that, there is no evidence in the text that she is doing this for, for good. She's working with the mayor because she wants to. She's getting power. She's getting nice things. She's getting a PlayStation. That's all I see right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then the mayor suggests, let's kill your little friend. Let's kill your little friend who's hacking into our mm-hmm. system. Yeah. And Faith 
oh. has a physical reaction to that. Yeah. Yeah. And he and the mayor's like, Oh, I won't I won't make you do it. We'll we'll just have a vampire. We'll just have a vampire yeah. go do it. Yeah. So So that's quite serious. Very serious. Very, very serious. Uh, I mean, the mayor don't play around. No, no, especially not now. Mm-hmm. You know, hundred days has begun. The stakes ah, have, have. Yes, we've um raised the stakes. Yeah, they the can't season. have any hitch in the plan. After this, we have cute a little cute Oz Willow scene where she's like, "Hi, <laughs> why didn't you tell me about your your." Gig. And this explains why Oz wasn't in last episode, because he mm. was playing in Monterey. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's like, why didn't you tell me? And he's like, well, I didn't think you were going to come. You have school, you know. You do, you're do. you responsible. Yeah. And this so is, he doesn't yeah. even give her the choice to come. Exactly. Yeah. So this is another, like, layer of her being like, oh, like, everyone's just assuming what I do and that I have no choice in the matter. And, yeah. You know. What does he say? He says a radical interpretation of the text. So she says, <laughs> you think I'm boring. And he looks at her and says, I'd call that a radical interpretation of the text. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. So yeah. smart. And this is, I love that because it just, like, Oz is very smart too, right? Yeah. Like, he was also the, the valedictorian of his year or whatever. So I just love that little line. Yeah. For him. Yeah. And then Buffy and Xander come up to Willow and, and are like, did you do, did you go to bio or whatever? Did you take notes last week mm-hmm. on bio? She's like, yep. Old reliable. Because they want her notes mm-hmm. from bio last yeah. week. And so again, another, you know, give me your notes. Old reliable. And she's like, ugh, like, I'm just sick of everyone calling me that. I'm boring. I'm predictable, etc., etc." And then another person runs into her. It's Anya. It's Anya. Yeah. And she storms away from Xander mm -hmm. and Buffy. They know that she's upset with them. Yeah. And she's like, let me storm away. Yeah, it's very sweet. Yeah, it's cute. And then Anya finds her and also needs something from her. But it's magic. Yeah. So this is actually, Willow perks up because this is something she's interested in. And it's not to do with sort of... I don't know, homework or school or that kind of thing, which all this other stuff is more like that. Yes. And magic is her kind of hidden passion that no one's really using that much or no one's really asking her to use her magic to help them. No. Uh, So this is exciting to her. Yeah. And Anya is just convincing her that this is just a uh, lost family heirloom. Yes. She Uh, needs a temporal fold. Yes. So she needs a temporal fold in magic speak, is she needs to go back in time. Mm-hmm. She needs to fold the fabric of time where her time and this time meet so that she can get something back that was lost a mm. while ago. That's what a temporal fold is. Cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A little wrinkle in time there. That's right. Cool, cool, cool. So Willow's like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, this sounds, you know, cool and easy enough and uh, for a, you know, simple reason to get a necklace back. And it's a very exciting opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so um, she and Anya go in this classroom. They start doing a thing. They start pouring, like, their little magic sands. And then this is when Willow gets this whole flash of the wish. Yeah. That's what I wrote. Yeah. She sees what happens. Yes. Uh, and is like, holy shit. Yes. Like, what the fuck is this? Not a temporal fold. Yeah. Although we could talk about what time the def like, we could... It's funny because I actually think Anya's not lying. It is a temporal fold. Mm-hmm. Dimensions are, re- like, other, in this universe, other dimensions are real and they are separated by fabrics of time because mm-hmm. what is time but space yes. and energy? Anyway, so it is still a temporal fold, but yeah, it's a hell dimension. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a hell time. Yes. That, uh... <laughs> and that's what Willow says. Like, I'm not going to your hell world. Like, what is this hell that I saw? And what do you notice happens when Willow is awash with that world? How do you see her mucking up the spell? Do you see her changing the spell? I don't know. She, like, they're, like pouring the sand and her hands are like shaking around and yeah. stuff like the sand doesn't do what it was supposed to be doing so right? she blocks the sand ah i see with her hand mm-hmm. from so they're each have a hand on the jar of sand mm-hmm. and then it's supposed to be poured onto the plate uh, and the sand will hit the necklace and the necklace will come back instead it hits 
Willow's hand. Oh, cool. And that's what brings Willow back. Oh, I see. So whatever the sand would hit would be brought. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, So Willow starts, like, running away. And Anya's pissed. She smashes the plate. And she like, calls she calls Willow a stupid child or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Great performance by Anya throughout this entire episode, but it starts so early. Yes. Like. So good. Emma Caulfield is the actor who plays Anya, and she is amazing. She's great. So we see, what we see is Vamp Willow. Mm-hmm. Walk, she's appears in the bronze mm-hmm. where she died. In the alleyway. Oh, in the alleyway. Out, okay. Right outside of the where the factory. Oh, the factory, was. which is where they had the big scuffle, the big fight at the end. That's right. So she's not quite outside the bronze, but she's downtown outside the factory. Ah, uh, I see. I was I was like, why is Will oh, okay. It makes sense now. So she's walking around outside at night. There's um there's like hundreds of children playing. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> it's like seven o'clock in Sunnydale, and everyone's out. They're going They're to laughing. the movies. They're going Ice to the cream. espresso pump. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit deluxe. It's why it was kind of confusing to me because I was like, where? It, it was just like such a weird. So she's in her vamp outfit. She is Vamp Willow now that I reflect, but I was just confused. I was like, what where what universe is this? Because because there were just so many laughing children playing. I just thought it was really weird. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it, there must have been a huge sale on at the Magic Box mm. and all the children have come to it. And she's walking <laughs> down, we get this great shot of her walking down the street. Mm-hmm. Um towards the bronze. Yes, yes. Uh, and she goes into the bronze. There's this band playing. Who's this band? I don't know, but this is one of the best songs. Yes. We're going to throw a little clip of that in right Definitely. now. There's a chair in my head in which I used to sit took a pencil and I wrote the following on now there's a key where my wonderful mouth used to be. Dig it up, throw it at me. Dig it up, throw it at me. Where can I run to? Where can I hide? Who will I turn to? Now I'm Rosenberg? What are you doing, trick-or-treating? You're supposed to be at home doing my history report. I flunked that class from big trouble, Snyder. Till we graduate, I own your ass. Bored now. It was really good, and they give it a good, like, long time. Yeah. This is the music that we hear Willow understanding her new world Mm. it too Mm -hmm. it's a very like disorienting very queer yes something's queer about this universe totally and literally there's a queerness in this in this episode which is we can talk about that later totally and even this main singer is very a queer androgynousy kind of person like very cool yeah so Vamp Willow is looking around the bronze, and these are all human beings. Mm-hmm. The bronze used to be the the little hideout of the master and, mm-hmm. and all the vamps. The vampire bar. Yeah. Where they would order humans to eat and blood instead espresso, of espressos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so now she's like, mm, bored now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just wandering around, like thinking about what the hell and we get the first interaction mm-hmm. which is percy he tells her why why are you here and you should be at home doing my homework oh yes he he's awful to her yeah yeah, yeah. he's so rude and mean mm-hmm. and dominating and possessive of her time mm-hmm. um and threatens her mm-hmm. uh 
And she throws him across the room. <laughs> yeah. Very satisfying. And then chokes him and raises him off the ground. Mm-hmm. And all she says is bored now bored and does now. all of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And she runs into Buffy and Xander. And they're like, at first, don't recognize that she's a vampire. They just think she has this new look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because the last time they saw her, she stormed away. Yeah. And, and she threatened to change her look. Yes. And so they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> we accept you. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then they find out she's a vampire because she turns her vamp face on. Because Buffy goes to grab her and Willow throws off her arm mm-hmm. and shows her vampire face. Yeah. And when she sees Xander, she thinks it's. Like, because in the other universe, Vamp Xander is her, her lover mm-hmm. and uh, not in this universe. No. So. No. They have a very handsy hug. Uh-huh. Xander delivers some pretty awesome comedy. Yes. And and stops the interaction because it's an inappropriate reaction in this reality. Mm-hmm. And it's another blow to Bad Willows, Dark Willows, uh world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets, it gets all shaken up again. So she leaves. Yeah, she is not having a good time. And she keeps saying that, like, this universe is dumb. Yeah. This reality sucks. Yeah. (laughs) She's a whiny baby, very powerful vampire. I know. She's, she's so good. Like, she's so powerful and, like, high status. Even when she's, like, whining and, like, walking around, she's never afraid or... A perfect example of this is what's about to happen in the alleyway when she leaves the bronze. Uh-huh. And those vampires who were sent by the mayor to kill her, yes. she then destroys them mm-hmm. and then um, poaches them as her own. So yes. she breaks his fingers in the alleyway. Who do we, you work for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We learn that the mayor has sent vampires to kill Willow. The gang doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. Bad Willow does doesn't know who the Wil- Mayor Wilkins is. So that's information that's just for us at home. Yeah, very cool. And now she's got a gang. Yeah, it's amazing because, like, lower vampires always become, like, the lackeys of, like, the higher yeah. status vampires. It's yeah. really cool that Willow would would be a higher status vampire. Yeah. Like, she can run her own gang. It's just so fascinating. It just shows what the power... Un- tapped power potential is in Willow, I think is what this is sort of telling Right on, us. Marmar. Right? That's great. Yes. Um, that's what this episode is about, too. Um, that Willow is potentially the most powerful of them all. I don't know. I don't know. But she obviously can be very powerful. Yeah. Um, person. And this powerful person is spending all her energy helping other people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In this reality. So... Buffy and Xander are disturbed and they go tell Giles, like, Willow is dead. Willow has been killed and turned into a vampire. They and are devastated. They're, like, so upset, like, so sad. Giles is like, she was the best of all of us. And Xander says, she was better than me. And Giles is like, oh, of course, definitely. Much, much better. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. So funny. I know. Uh, and then normal Willow shows up and is like, hi, guys. And they, like, all just go hug her. Giles hugs her. She's like, what the hell? You guys didn't all take a bunch of drugs, did you? <laughs> did you? Yeah. <laughs> so cute. And so they're all very confused. They're like, what the fuck is happening? Totally. Um, it's it, very confusing. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willow doesn't tell anyone that she did a bit of magic. Yes. So that's... An interesting... But she also doesn't think it was anything... She thinks she saw, like, a flash of some hell or something. Like, she doesn't really connect the dots, right? Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. She doesn't connect the dots. And then yeah. we cut back to the bronze. Mm-hmm. Don't we? Yes. With Anya. At the bar. At the bronze. She's like, give me a beer. I've had a hard day. So this is the first time that I've scene that you can actually order an alcoholic drink (laughs) at the bronze so you can yeah you just need id yeah (laughs) and anya goes i'm 1120 years old (laughs) give me a freaking beer (laughs) it's very funny yeah it's so good it would be a hell to be stuck as a child yes in a yeah that would be awful and it's so interesting with anya too because she's she's not 
not a young person. Like, she's a demon. Yeah. And she's very, very ancient and very, very old. But she hasn't lived a lifetime, wherever she comes from, whoever Anya was to begin with, mm-hmm. at the whenever Anya was one years old or whenever Anya was a teenager. It wasn't mm-hmm. in this time. No. Either. So what's cool about Anya is that she's this demon. Mm-hmm. And she's also from another time regardless of whether or not she's a demon. Yeah. So... Yeah. And she never lived as a mortal. Never. So it's all... As far as we know. Yeah, as far as we know. Yeah. Um, in the text. At the bronze, uh, Oz and Angel are both there. And they and uh, this is when Willow comes in. And Oz is like, what the fuck is happening? Dark Willow enters the bronze. Mm. Look. Everyone's all afraid. It's just like old times. Get Buffy. Do it now. Check out your girlfriend. What's your name? Sandy? Be afraid just to please me. If you're all good boys and girls, we'll make you young and strong forever and ever. We'll have fun. <laughs> if you're not, Questions? Comments? Willow. You don't want to do this. I don't. But I'm so good at it. And Oz immediately... I'm not sure if he knows, like, this isn't the real Willow, or he's like, Willow was turned into a vampire. Like, nobody really knows. This is, like, Angel sees two and is like, what? Angel assumes that Willow has been... I guess you would just assume she had been killed and turned into a vampire. There would be no other option. Well, it's hard to know mm-hmm. until she kills the girl. Yes. And then, we're, and then you know... Yes. And then Oz sends Angel away. Yeah. Angel's about to... to to go get Buffy. Mm-hmm. And, like, so Oz suggests, Oz knows something is wrong, but mm-hmm. they don't know she's a vampire. Because uh, she just walks in, is, like, walking around, and is like, we're going to have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love how her performance is so cool. She's so She speaks in such a, like, soft yeah. little voice. Yeah. Like, it's so, everyone has to be so quiet to listen to her. It's so high status. Yes. It's very Drusilla-esque. Yes. And her red and leathers like very drew to yeah Mm -hmm. yeah she doesn't shout to be heard no definitely not no 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 and then um i guess they know when she kills this girl yeah um that the killing is starting and that willow is a vampire yeah this willow is angel climbs out the skylight and goes to the library also has a funny moment at the library Mm -hmm. with the gang trying to tell them that Willow is dead, and yeah. it's great. It's very fun. <laughs> totally. Uh, so they're like, oh, okay, we're going to go stop this vamp Willow. The gang all leaves to go to the bronze. Uh, Will- like, uh, normal Willow's like, oh, I got to grab something. I'll-, I'll catch up with you. And this is when vamp Willow comes to to get her. Yeah. Um, how does vamp Willow know that there's real Willow? Anya says, you know this isn't your world, right? Ah, yes. You know you don't belong here. Because Anya sees this whole interaction in the bronze and is like, this is not right. Yeah, there's two of you here. Mm -hmm. I didn't get my necklace back, Ah. but I know the girl I did the spell with is you. Mm -hmm. So you must, there's two of you. Cool. So this is how Willow gets the information. Like, there's another one. And she wants to go back to her universe. And Anya wants to go back there, too. Yeah, she's like, so we can team up and you go get other Willow. And And bring her here, I think, is the plan. And she can help me do the spell. 
and you can go back to your fun universe. Yeah. So, Vamp Willow comes to get real Willow, uh, and there's a scuffle, but then Willow grabs her trusty Trank gun uh, and Tranks <laughs> uh, Vamp Willow. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's funny though, they have this like whole funny scene of Vamp Willow going like, oh, this is very interesting. They're Maybe both the fascinated with each other. Two of us can team up and, <laughs> mm. and it's like weirdly, I don't know. Is this incestuous? Is this, what is this? It's like weird. It's just weird. I don't know. I think it, I don't think it's incestuous. No. I think it's like narcissistic. Yes, totally. It's just like, it's like bizarre. <laughs> like, like Vampilla's like into herself. Like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> and and Vampilla is into herself. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's like, yeah, it, it's very, very fun. It makes sense. Uh, but it does feel naughty. Yeah, it's weird. It does yeah, feel naughty. They're like, huh? Oh. It is naughty. Yeah, totally. So, uh, Willow, Tranks, Dark Willow. And uh, they lock her in, in the, the cage. cage. Classic. <laughs> they had to make the cage so everyone could get locked in it. Yep. And then uh, the gang arrives and they decide to... How does this go down? So really what has happened is they formulated a plan. Mm-hmm. They're going to go to the bronze because they need to stop the partying. They need to stop the vampires from killing all the hostages mm-hmm. at the bronze. They'll deal with why Dark Willow appeared in this universe later on. Yeah. Um, Willow is going back to the library to grab something. Mm-hmm. And that's where Dark Willow stops her. Yep. They have a scuffle. The trank happens. She gets put in the cage. The gang has only been gone, is like, maybe has a one-minute head start. So Willow has obviously brought them back uh, from going to the when bronze. When grab them. Like, wait, 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 wait. Uh, yes. I have her. Cool. And so they decide to formulate this plan where they'll swap swap Aruni clothes and Willow will pretend to be Dark Willow to sort of de-escalate the situation. That's right. Because yes. they're worried about they've got all these hostages. There's about ten vampires in there. Yeah. If they just go out go in fighting, they're gonna kill a the vampires are gonna kill a bunch of people. So Willow is going to go in in her dark drag and send out some vampires to go check on some stuff to dwindle the numbers yeah, of vampires. Yeah, just to sort of chip away from within uh, so they can get it under control. That's right. This is scary. This is like a lot for Willow I know. <laughs> to do. It's scary to just walk in <laughs> to a situation and pretend you know what the fuck is going on. I know. It's very funny. It's so funny. It's very brave. It is very brave. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> the before we kind of have the whole big bronze scuffle, we also have this scene in the library with Cordy and Vamp Willow, who they've left behind in <laughs> Willow's little pink. We'll talk about this. <laughs> this is so meta for you, especially. I know. It, yeah, I, I can't wait to get. I into laughed it. a lot. Uh, <laughs> this outfit—it's perfect. <laughs> So Bambula wakes up and is like, oh, what the fuck? What am I wearing? And then Cordy walks on in. She's looking for Wesley. <laughs> what gave that away? <laughs> She's like, oh, Wesley. Uh, hello. <laughs> I just dropped in looking for some books. In her gown. <laughs> in her gown. In her cocktail attire. <laughs> so subtle. And then, <laughs> and then sees Willow... I can't believe they just left her locked in there alone and didn't lock up the library. It's just funny. Uh, I mean, they don't... I guess there's not really supposed to be anyone else they around. They weren't expecting Schools anyone to out. come. Yeah. But it's funny. Yeah. Uh, so, Will, or Cordy comes upon her and is like, what are you doing in there? And uh, and is going to let her out. But then <laughs> it's like, no, wait. We're going to have a talk about just you and me while you're locked in this cage. About stealing boyfriends. <laughs> It's so funny. It is. And then this scene is like threaded. Uh, we kind of cut back and forth between this scene and the scene in the bronze mm-hmm. uh, f- pretty much for the rest of the episode. Yeah. So some good comedy stylings. Yes. Uh, of, of Vamp Willow being like, this is so boring. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never steal your boyfriend again, I promise. To Cordy being like, as if you could. <laughs> And it's just great because I think that this is a fantasy. I personally think that 
this is like, I don't know. It's a fantasy that I've certainly had. Not what's happening with Cordy and Dark Willow. Although, if you are a person who's experienced some kind of infidelity, maybe it would be very satisfying to have a chat with someone who was a part of that love triangle, whether it was consensual or not, and and have it out. Because I don't think that happens very much. And maybe it should happen more. Well, I think we always fantasize about, I don't know, the conversation we could have or getting this closure or whatever it is. Like, yeah. we always want that, even though it's not really how it works. But Not, not really. Usually. But it would be interesting if, if people were into it. If you could just trap someone in a cage and make them. Well, and she didn't even have to trap her in a cage. Yeah. Cordy I find myself a, in a cage. <laughs> Cordy just took advantage of this situation. It's just very Cordy. It's very Cordy. It's and so funny. Cordy's all about giving herself the closure she needs. Yeah. She's all about that. Totally. The fantasy I'm talking about, although I'm glad that came up because that is interesting and I do think we do think about that a lot. Mm-hmm. What would you say if you were locked in a room with so-and-so mm-hmm. is something we think about all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's probably very good for our brains to do that so that we get... We imagine the conversation and therefore we get the closure ourselves. Yeah. Probably is how that works. But this idea of you dress up as an evil version of yourself and go into a room where everyone just kind of takes you at face value because how could you be anyone else? The only other person who knows that really there are two of them is Anya. Anya. Mm -hmm. Maybe they've discussed it a little bit in the conversation where Anya and, you know, Commander Vampire are talking about going and getting Good Willow back here, maybe, but no one really knows. No one really knows. Yeah. So Willow has carte blanche to kind of go and and pretend and role play. She gets to role play. What a good performance by yeah. her, like to go in and she's like, she's like, hi, I'm back. <laughs> immediately like it's just so funny and then like waves to us and like now he immediately knows this is like not evil yellow like it's just so funny she's like trying but it's so like it's just so good like because she does two totally separate performances and then she's pretending to be that other performance she does it's just great and she kind of can't like she 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 sort of does the realest the performance gets for me is when willow is talking about how Willow lets people bully her. Yeah, and that she sucks. Yeah. And she gets cranky with her friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's so it cute. It is so cute. Meanwhile, she's, you know, tapping vampires on the shoulder and saying, why don't you go check? He's been gone a long time. Yeah, why don't you I go think check? I heard something in the alley. <laughs> why don't you go check? Yeah. So I think she gets about three vampires couple, yeah. out, of the, out of the hostage situation. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, and then the gang's waiting in the alley to just dust dust these little stragglers that come yeah. out. But then Anya, this only, it's like only a couple minutes and Anya's like, this is not, what the, <laughs> yeah. like, you are not her. <laughs> and first of all, Willow returns to the bronze without Willow. Yeah. So Anya's like, whoa, 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 whoa. She was the best chance we had at getting you back to your world and you killed her. Yeah. So Anya's... This doesn't make any sense. ...suspicious from the beginning, mm-hmm. but can't quite put her finger on what's wrong. Yeah. Doesn't take her long to figure it out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, <laughs> when Anya figures it out and is like, this is, like, the this is all wrong... Um, this is when Willow screams yeah. as her cue. <laughs> would a vampire do this? Would a human, would a human, oh, would a human do this? <laughs> she just screams. <laughs> They're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a human would do that. Yeah. <laughs> and the gang all come in. There's a really good yeah. bust up of the bronze. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. With angels smashing vampires' faces with eight balls. And yes. some good pool cue action. Yeah. Always a fun romp at the bronze with some props. Always a cue, cue ball and a... We've staked so many vampires <laughs> with those pool cues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have. It's so funny. Um, from the very beginning? From the very beginning. hmm And then things get really serious because Willow v. Willow starts to happen. Yeah. And human Willow has no chance yeah. over Dark Willow. Yeah. So she's come and she's choking her and um, Buffy... Almost, almost stakes. stakes. And Willow's like, no, no. So this is some good control because Willow's like, it just doesn't feel right to kill myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, it's funny. They all listen. They're like, okay, well, we'll we'll send her back. You know, we won't just kill her. But yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. it's not, you know. Yeah. 
But Willow's like, no, I can't. I can't do it. I have to just send her back to whatever reality and let the cards fall as they may. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And what's neat about that, too, is if if they did just stake Willow, Anya might get off scot-free. But because yeah. they're sending Dark Willow back to hell dimension, mm-hmm. factory farming dimension with Master. Daddy Master, yeah. we get an interesting introduction mm-hmm. for Anya. To this group of people. Yes. And she threatens them, when I get my powers back, you will all grovel before me. Coming for you. Yeah. We forgot to just touch on the scene of Cordy after, so after Vamp Willow escapes from the cage, Cordy's screaming, running, and this is when Wesley comes and saves her. Yeah. So this is important because Cordy literally just talked about life or death situations being all sexy. Oh, yes. She was talking about that's how she got with Xander. It's very interesting, Marley. So this is a life or death all sexy. Uh, Wesley saves her life. Absolutely. God, he just sucks, though, but he he did it, but he's really bad. He's, like, the worst of the whole gang. He is. Like, <laughs> he is. <laughs> Cordy doesn't seem to pick up on that. It doesn't no. see, seem so, so. She just thinks he's, like, a a, a distinguished older gentleman. Yeah, and, and that's her type. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so he saves her and and just, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. It sure is. <laughs> hmm So when they send Vamp Willow back to her universe, like they do this last little scene mm-hmm. where they have her and Willow and her like have a hug. Mm-hmm. Um, Very interesting. It's, Vamp Willow maybe taught normal Willow something. Yeah. <laughs> a little something. I think so. Yeah. Uh, even though she's evil. But they send her back, and then she immediately dies. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Immediately gets staked. Yeah, she's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. But, uh, but a really interesting, I don't know, would be very interesting to see yourself in this totally powerful, different light. Yeah. It would maybe give some inspo, like maybe not to be evil, but maybe to use a bit of the power that's within. And the evilness, if we unpack evil Mm. and we call it something else, I would say, let's take turns. So bad... Bad Willow is evil, but that also means she's confident. Mm-hmm. Um, it also means she's selfish. What else? It also means she's brave. Like, there's lots of things about that evilness that make up that evilness mm-hmm. that I think Willow, human Willow. Yeah, she's sexy. Yeah, that's another really mm-hmm. good one. Because even Willow at the end is like, I'm going to die a virgin. Like, she... she she kind of, she methinks the lady doth protest too much because at the end she's like, I'm going to do all my homework and I'm going to die a virgin and I'm going to, like, it's all the opposite of Vamp Willow. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it's Buffy who's like, do you really want to do that? Do you really want to just, like, um, you know, be, be the most goodest, purest lady of them all? And then Percy comes up mm-hmm. with all of his homework done, two versions of his homework done, and the bibliography, all because Bad Willow stuck up for herself yeah, in the bronze. threw him across the room. Yeah. And now he's scared of her. Yeah. A bit of physical violence goes a long way. Especially with his bro. With this basketball bro. And he brought her an apple. Yeah. <laughs> he's, thre- he's threatened and he's intimidated. Scared. Yeah. So very good. Very funny. Yeah. And this is great because Willow's like, okay, let's go out. Yeah. Yeah. So she reaps the benefits of Dark Willow's time yeah. in Sunnydale. It's a good little button. It is. Yeah. Very is. fun. This is a really great episode. Really fun. I Just love it. call back to the wish. I wanted to ask you about that first scene with the demon that Anya is ta- is talking to. Mm-hmm. He has a name. What is it? His name is Dahofren. Dahofren. We don't get the name in this episode, okay. but in the in the Buffy universe, this is the name of this demon. Okay. Dehofren. And I wanted to ask you, if you were a demon like Anya, do you think you would have a portfolio? Like, what would you specialize in, in vengeance? <laughs> Funny. Because you're so passionate about Anya's choice for scorned women. And, oh, yeah, I love it. But do you have a, a, a particular ilk? 
A vengeance? <laughs> For me? Yeah. If you could <clears throat> go around the world granting wishes... What would it be for? Well, it would be for women. Um, I don't know about, um, maybe not scorned women, but maybe just for, like, women in general. Like, So it doesn't have to be gender-based, like, male. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be, like, man cheats on woman, woman makes wish. It just be all women. So if woman hurts woman. Yeah. Woman, okay, yeah. Cool. Totally. That would be mine. Or, or like, <laughs> just not men. <laughs> <laughs> women and and. All other genders, etc., except nice. for men. <laughs> nice. That would be mine. Uh, I love it. I think. I love it. I just wanted to know because I think you'd be a fantastic vengeance demon. I would. I have. You'd be very organized. I have vengeance in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Some assembly Passion. There's some great fashions. There's some a excellent lot. fashion. Yeah, excellent fashion. There's a lot of fashion. And fashion is so important to this episode. Yes, totally. It tells the story. It does. It must. So off the top when we see Willow and Buffy hanging out, this is when Willow's spinning her little pencil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffy has cute braided pigtails. Mm-hmm. She's in her sporting wear because mm-hmm. she's training. She's working out for her physical. That's right. So we see sometimes Buffy in Sporty Spice yeah. drag yeah. Uh, when she is in Slayer mode, kind of workout Slayer mode. Yeah. Really cute. This is so you. Thank like you. braided pigtails and like sports athleisure. Doing some uh, curls. Yeah. Some abdominal curls. Yeah. And you have like a big repertoire of athletic. Where I do, <laughs> I do. I see it. Yeah. I, I'm always like, and there's another one. <laughs> you know, I notice, I notice all the outfits. I, yeah, I I collect them all. Gotta gotta collect them gotta all. Gotta catch them all. And Willow has these red overalls with t- pink straps. There's just yeah. a lot of pink, and there's they're blue at the back. And it's interesting because <laughs> these overalls are so loud that I think that they're a fashion. Fail, mm-hmm. but w- Bad Willow's fashion is also super loud. Yes, so that's one thing that I just realized for the first time mm. is true about both of them. Yep, they're so loud and they're distinct. Yes, yeah, and flashy. Yes, but these are mm, not my fave. Uh, <laughs> not my fave. Uh, just because of the pink straps. If they had a normal colored strap, I I could maybe deal. But pink with the red denim. And then <laughs> Willow has like another bad outfit. She has a couple bad outfits, honestly, in this episode. But she has this uh, other bad outfit, which is this like knitted crocheted sweater. The pink one? Um, no. This is like burgundy. It's like bef- it's oh, when yes. everyone's asking. It's when. Percy, yes. she's supposed to tutor him, and then it's got like a, like a god's eye. Remember those crafts where you would make like a god's eye out of the popsicle sticks and yarn? Yeah, what it looks like it's like a weird diamond, like yep. crocheted diamond. It's very ugly, and a peach skirt. Yes, Oof. with opaque tights. Yeah. yeah, they're like burgundy. They, the the tights always match the top, and then there's like a different colored skirt. <laughs> peach with burgundy. Well, it's just no. Yeah. And then Oz has this. He's got very black hair. Yes. Fresh dye. Yes. And then he's got this, like, you know, he's always got this short sleeve. Bowling shirt. Yeah. But this one says El Speedo, I think. Yeah. And it has this, like, a bumblebee on it. It's orange. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> it's so loud. <laughs> El Speedo. El Speedo. I, I don't know what that is. It's got to be a secret code reference for some niche thing or is it like a band probably I, or is it i have no idea but it's very weird and then there's this b on it strange <laughs> okay and then maybe the b is l speedo maybe i don't know uh <laughs> i'll get a screenshot if you know what the heck this is tell get us. in touch so willow's pink pink outfit so this is on purpose <laughs> it's yep. like the antithesis of dark willow yeah it sure is it's so ugly, fuzzy. fuzzy, and you know how much I say fuzzy on this podcast. Do you remember the time when I told you there was going to be an outfit that you would hate so much? <laughs> yes. This is it. This is the one. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> so it's 
very bubblegum pink uh-huh. on top, knitty crochet. There are daisies. Yes. Sewed to the collar. There's all these patches. So ar- around the collar, around the whole thing is like a daisy chain. Yeah. It's like embroidered. Yeah. Yeah. It very is. grandma. And then there's uh, some smiley face patches. And smiley face necklace is also being worn. I like the smiley face necklace. Smiley faces are sort of back in right now just because of emojis. But yeah. emojis didn't exist then. It was more of like a hippie symbol yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. So it's sort of interesting what the smiley face says today versus in the 90s. Not cool in the 90s, though, I think. It's sort of this old hippie thing. Yeah. Um, there's butterfly patches on here. Yep. Like I think if you are trying to tell someone with your outfit, I am good, I am approachable, I am submissive, this is the outfit you wear. Yeah, I'm a girl, like I'm a little girl, like I'm a little yeah. school girl. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm a baby spice. Yeah, and then she's got pink tights. Yeah. Uh, it's just like the pinkest. I know. <laughs> I know. And I should let you say it, but how does Dark Willow feel about this outfit? Oh, she was like, I'm in hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Love it. Uh, such a good response. I was like, yeah, this outfit's terrible. <laughs> when Buffy comes to talk to Willow when she's wearing this outfit, Buffy has these, um, blue sunglasses yeah yeah i love them (laughs) i hate them i mean i hate them but i love them you know i like i love i hate them so much i love them (laughs) yeah they look i think i know what you mean they remind me of of transition lenses yes now but it is really of the era isn't it it's like so trendy of the era and i just feel like the the contrast between willow's outfit not trendy of the era and then buffy's is like buffy looks cool yeah in the 90s. Yeah. Right now, no. Like yeah. Like, her round blue sunglasses. No. Well, maybe. They're oval. If, if, they're not round, No, though. if they're not round, they're oval. And it's they're not cool. wireless, maybe. If they were really small, they would be cool now. Yeah. Those little tiny, yeah. maybe. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they're just, no. Yeah, no. Uh, And then, Willow's vamp look. I mean, we dissected this during The Wish. But what have we got? A leather corset. Mm -hmm. It's very Victorian, Mm -hmm. but vampires love a Victorian kind Mm -hmm. of reference. Well, not all of them, but but a lot of the women drew, you know. um, And she's got this red kind of bodice Mm -hmm. with these long red big sleeves Mm -hmm. and the shiniest leather pants Mm -hmm. and boots. Yeah. And her hair's still down. But it's parted in the middle. Super straight pale but she's got some like green eyeshadow yeah she looks amazing it's very poison ivy for me totally yeah and like red red lips yes Mm -hmm. yes yeah and dark nails yes yeah yeah um i mean kind of oz always has his dark nails too so a little bit punky yeah punky cute yeah she looks so cute and then oz is wearing a repeat shirt it's the Psychic Palm Reader shirt. Yeah, he is. Um, so that's an old favorite. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted it. I, I remember. Did. <laughs> I did. We've had some fans uh, message us about how to get one now. Yes, so, so I might just. Get your own Psychic Palm Reader. I might reader. just. <laughs> oh, and then let's talk about Cordy's. Glam. Sparkly cocktail. Yeah. Apparel. Yeah. <laughs> gorgeous it is gorgeous but like where do you wear this like literally to like an adult cocktail party at like the a fancy hotel i don't know i think because what does cordy ask the button of the entire interaction between wesley and cordy Mm -hmm. is what are you doing tonight yes so she's asking him out yeah so she's to dinner to dinner so i think this is a dress that she's gonna wear to to dinner dinner with wesley it's like I don't, I mean, I guess we live in a place where dressing up fancy is not, I don't know, in Edmonton, we don't have, I don't, I just can't think of a place you would wear this to dinner, to a wedding, maybe. And yet, I mean, yeah, maybe not this dress. Yeah. And yet there's a lot of folks out there who spend a lot of time on their look, whether they're wearing a sequence dress like she is, Mm -hmm. but... I look very different than a lot of people do on the day-to-day. 
Mm-hmm. I will say. Yeah. They're not wearing this, but I walk around and see Cordelia's all the time, who look fabulous, put together. Done. Yeah. You know, everything is contoured. The lashes are fake and they're on. The nails are gelled and they're on. Love it. The center part is on. The she roots had are done. Sparkly headband. Too. I think, I think so. it was a little bit sparkly. It was an updo because we can see her neck, which is important for this. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like the fashion is different, and it's not like Cordelia is is blowing it out of the park. Yes, for sure. But there are people around us. We just they're wearing today's fashion, so they blend in. Yes, it's not. But this is so sparkly. But it's so cute. It, it's like cap sleeve. Yeah. And, like, dark dress, but then has sort of, like, a, I'm not sure what this pattern is, like, geometric kind of, like, kind of circular pattern, but, like, with the glitter, like, it's so cute. It's, like, a gold glitter, I think. Goldy, Maybe goldy goldy. and silver, yeah. It's just not, not sparkly anywhere. Yeah. It's fab. Yeah. She looks amazing. Yeah, I, I do, I do... I do wish I had a little more Cordelia in me. It would be fantastic. I'm just too scruffy. But I, I like it. I, I got to say I like it. Well, if you have a child, you just <laughs> throw all that away. <laughs> no, you don't. But you kind of do. A, li- a little. <laughs> um, so those are all the, the outfits that I wrote down. Yeah. Tons. So good. So good. So good. Things I will, I will, there are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate. Let's just talk about queerness because Willow brings this up at the end when she's talking about Dark Willow. She says Willow Vamp is evil, skanky, and kind of gay. I think I kind of gay. Yeah. Yeah. But she didn't say it. Well, I don't know. This is interesting because she groups it in with evil and skanky, but I'm not, the way she said it, I don't know if she said it, this was a bad thing. Like, oh, I don't see it. That I don't way think at all. so. I yeah. think she's saying like it was kind of interesting, or like to see herself as kind of gay is was like was, she never even thought about it before. And she's responding to how how is evil Willow different to herself? Mm-hmm. She's different because she's evil. Mm-hmm. She's different because she's skanky, mm-hmm. and she's different because she's kind of gay. Yeah. So I think even. I don't even think she's actually passing that much judgment on the evil or skanky bit. I yeah. think she's just like astounded. So different. About how different she could be. She could be. Well, and it's interesting. We've talked about this before, but like vampires are all gay. Like, yes. They, yes, they all are. just are. Like, and it's very interesting when you become a vampire. Yes, you're evil, but you also just become unburdened by our societal, um, expectations of heterosexuality and homosexuality and you actually just go on the spectrum like like you're supposed to <laughs> like you know yes they are pleasure seeking demons yeah and so they do not discriminate yes and you're just they're just on they're just all pansexual little demons like like we all really are i'm sure they all have their preferences yeah but they are com- Definitely more based on the individual vampire than they are on some kind of um, systemic gender structure society. Yeah, they're just like, they just get to live free of all that because they just don't care. They also live in the now. Yes. And queerness is something where I know, like, in terms of how I identify as a bisexual woman, Mm -hmm. it is a very important part of the queer theory that that I think people should think about more is about what's happening now. Mm-hmm. And vampires are very into seeking pleasure right now. Mm-hmm. And and who's around them right now that they want or that they have desires for right now. Yeah. Instead of all these plans that you have to have in a very, very heterosexual system. Yeah. So the nowness that vampires live in, the instinctive um present because they're animals, they're more animalistic. Mm-hmm. It just lends itself to a, yeah. a, a more queer lifestyle, I guess. Just like, it's just sexually freeing. Yeah. I mean, this is like what people were doing in the 60s, yeah. the like free sex movement. I yeah. mean, the, the, the people were encouraged to just do that kind of thing, like be 
more free from the burden of society and our expectations, you know, of, of all that. And it should also be said that vampires in this universe are very powerful and very strong. Mm-hmm. So they can be queer mm-hmm. and they are in much less danger than other queer people are yes. because they can just kill anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they have, they can be more empowered in, you know, I think if you were to ask a vampire in this world, are you queer? How they, do you identify? They would just kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think. So like, and then I, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't think it's like, I, I don't think it's that profound to an individual vampire. It's just the way they are. It's, it's just the way they are. It's cool because this is from the very beginning how all the vampires have been portrayed. Yes. So it's just really interesting. And then Willow can see that part of herself. Like she gets to look in this interesting yeah. mirror yeah. of what if I don't play by these rules yeah an alternative dimension where she's gay yeah. and she's um powerful yeah. and she's evil yeah really cool so that another- must have been dropped in there <laughs> yeah. because it yeah. just like she said it she was like wow like yeah mm-hmm. so we've we we have another queer narrative mm-hmm. not just Larry <laughs> <laughs> Our queer representation <laughs> on the show. Yeah, it has been a bit, like, uh, just a bit one one note. <laughs> one D. No one's really getting together is the thing, too. Yeah, they but... sort of have these interactions, like, and even when we see the, the triad of, like, Spike Angel, Drew, that is totally queer. Yes. But, but it's not sort of wound in the show in any kind of way. Well, because it's not a relationship. Yeah. We're, we're having, like, like you know, queer pleasure, queer joy. And again, in the 90s, in a show like this, how overt can you be? They could totally deny that there's any actual sexuality between like Angel and Spike because it's not actually literally shown to us on the screen or said, but we know that it is. Yes. But you know, they had to be careful about censorship too because you couldn't was there was like no gay representation right like and they had to just chalk it up to they have an out vampires give you an out they're not real they're not human yeah they're creatures yeah, yeah. they're evil yeah and they're the only ones engaging in Who queer get behavior to be queer. sure yes so it absolutely is more complicated mm-hmm. it's 100 more but complicated. it's cool because i just think um we still get to have it and if the viewer is a little bit we we're smarter than yes than that you know we're smart the yes. show is knows that we're smart too yes. it's not ge- thinking we're a dumb viewer no no They're giving us all the things that we need to, yes to correctly interpret that right you are so right this show uh, not even about it, it it goes i think it's a a comment you could make about anything in this show that this show assumes that you are an intelligent person who are mm-hmm. watching it at home. It's fantastic. Yeah. For a show for young people, it's like, you can take it. We're going to give it to you. Yeah. And you're going to piece together what you piece together. You're going to feel about what you feel about. But you are an intelligent viewer at home. You and are it a powerful might, yeah. viewer at home. And it yeah. might even come later, right? You might yeah. even not know right now. Yeah. But it, it will come to you. Yeah. yeah. As you gain more experience in your life. And as you watch the seasons and grow up with the show. The show. Yeah. Definitely, Marmart. That's, I think that's like, I think that's a fantastic, I don't know, revelation about about how the writers see the viewer. Mm-hmm. It, that's so beautiful. It's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Favorite lines? Well, there I'm going to go first. I just have to say it. Do it. It's when Willow gets shot with the trank. She just goes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Very good. And we said it earlier, but I'll say it again. Uh-huh. It's when Willow says, you think I'm boring. And, and and Oz just goes, I'd call that a radical interpretation of the text. Yes, it's just it. so good. It's so good. Yeah. I love when, um, <laughs> so this is when Giles and Buffy and Xander think Willow's dead. And then she comes back and they hug her. And then they're like, Giles, what's happening? And he says... <laughs> Something very strange is happening here. <laughs> and Xander says, can you believe the Watchers Council let this guy go? <laughs> it's so funny. 
Xander has a couple really good singers. He's very funny uh, in this episode. Yeah, he is so, so funny. It's good. We had a really, really heavy episode last episode. Mm. And just to have a bit of levity and, like, Faith wasn't really... They they had her a little bit in this episode, but it wasn't about that. We're yeah. going to let that percolate for a little bit. We're going to have this, like, little romp in the Wish universe. Nope. And, and she hasn't been ostracized. Mm-hmm. Like, her absence is explained by not wanting Faith in combat with uh, civilians around just yet, that she's not ready for she's that. She's sort of off the front lines yes. right now. She's yes. being evaluated, and she's sort of going along with it is what we see. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, Faith just got a cool new pad with a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Faith is eager to leave that space Definitely. very much. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, we're ramping up. So we had this little romp. And then, I mean, there's only so many episodes until until graduation. Maybe. <laughs> 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Six more. Okay. Stay with us. We love you. Here we go. Bye. Arg, gur, gur, arg.